0: This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3537 for Tuesday the 22nd of February 2022. Today's show is entitled, Getting to Blinky with Flashforth. It is hosted by Brian in Ohio, and is about 28 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, making an Arduino board useful. Hello, Hacker Public Radio. Brian in Ohio here. I'm out from under my rock and doing another episode on on putting forth onto Arduino boards. Um, On the last episode, I talked about a a link to donate to the project, the Flash Forth project, and I said I was going to put it in the show notes. I didn't do it, uh, but I'll make sure I get it in this time. Um, you can. There's a couple of ways to get there, but I'll put the long PayPal link as opposed to uh, the SourceForge um, page, and then the clicking on the donate uh, button there. Uh, so to get started to put uh, Flashforth onto an Arduino board, there's a few things you'll need, uh, hardware and software wise. So starting with the hardware, you'll need, of course, an Arduino uh, board of some sort. Uh, Arduino Uno, or Pro Mini, I think the Leonardo's work, and the Arduino Mega. Uh, The reason I say all that is that there are, uh, in the last episode I talked about compiling um, fourths. uh, Flashforth has uh, pre-compiled binaries that are available uh, when you download um, the project, and so you don't have to, uh, initially you don't have to do any Compiling of anything, you can just upload the the program from the file that you uh, download from the FlashForce site. So, uh, uh, and that being said, the only pre-built binaries are for those chipsets: the Atmega328, the Atmega2560, uh, the Leonardo boards, which are Atmega32U4s. And there's actually two separate binaries: one where you're using the onboard USB and one where you're not so just have to uh be careful I uh, for for today today's uh, show I'm using an Arduino Pro Mini clone that I got off that I got off uh, I'm sorry I said Pro Mini but I mean an Arduino Nano uh an Arduino Nano board that um that i got off of ebay for you know there do you buy five of them for fifteen dollars or something like that and so i've got had a bunch of these around um that's what i'll be using to do the demo Uh, as far the other hardware you'll need is you'll need a programmer Uh, i've used the um um adafruit the usb tiny programmer for many years I did an episode episode twenty seven ninety nine on how to build your own programmer using an arduino nano clone uh, basically the same one of the boards that I bought in that same group that I did for that episode so if you're if you just want to build one yourself, you can go to hpr twenty seven ninety nine and listen to that you 'll need some cables, whatever cables are available you need for the boards so for the for this setup it 's kind of nice it 's one cable it 's one of these USB-A's or something slightly fatter and it's the one that came with all the little boards and uh, so you only need one cable um, for that so pretty small amount of hardware there if you uh, software wise you're gonna of course need flash I'll put a download link for where to get the project it's from SourceForge don't don't be frightened by that it's SourceForge is probably no worse than github Maybe better actually than GitHub now that Microsoft is their has their uh, filthy fingers in GitHub. Um, so anyway, get Flashforth. You have to unzip it, and then you'll uh, you also need AVR Dude. AVR Dude is a, a program uh, that is the communication program between your 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 file. It's a way to get your file, your hex file, onto the board. It's a flasher. It's a very powerful program. Uh, lets you do a lot of things on the board at a very uh, low level. And uh, so they get AVR Dude and install it. And you'll also need some kind of a serial terminal program. You can use uh, Minicom, Putty. You can use Emacs. Uh, there's a built-in serial term for Emacs. I don't think there's one for uh, Vim. Maybe there is. Who knows? And anyway... Uh, So I need some kind of terminal program. I'll leave that up to you. There's also in the Flashforth project. There's a couple of um, there's a Python-based terminal shell, and there's a TCL-based terminal shell. Uh, They're they're actually both pretty good. You can the nice thing that they have is it allows pretty easy uploading of uh, of um, words from your whatever editing program you have, and it also has command history so you can if you're doing things over and over you can just up arrow and hit enter which is kind of something that you'll find you'll do as you as you develop forth programs on these microcontrollers uh, as far as installing goes there is a guide at flashforth uh, uh the flashforth website uh, specifically there's some for the pics microcontrollers there's some for and one for the uh at mega chips and that's what we're uh, going to look at today um and so to get started first thing you're going to need to do is you're going to need to plug in your programmer into your board uh for it for my little um nano boards i guess this is a piece of hardware you'd want to have is for, because i'm using my, the programmer i built uh it works better if, or easier if you use one of these solderless breadboards and uh, plug in your programmer and there's a little wire on this, pro- specific, on this specific programmer, there's a little wire that goes into the reset pin that uh, controls resetting the chip that you're flashing. Then you plug in the uh, end of the USB cable into your programmer, and you plug in your uh, programmer into your computer. So I plug it into mine. I've got my computer. I'm running Slackware 15, which is tremendously awesome. And then uh, after you've downloaded the um, flashforth um, software, you can unzip that somewhere. so I'll go over to where that's at. Uh, I made a temp a demo di- directory went into there. And then if you uh, navigate in- into where you've uh, unzipped the Flashforth software, you'll find a... Uh, in there, you'll you'll find a, a folder that's AVR and HEX. And uh, if you navigate over to that you, and you ls on it, you'll see that there's the there's some one, two, three, four binaries in there, hex hex binaries that are already pre-built for the different chips. The one that we want to use is uh, the 328, 16 megahertz, 384 that's just a title, It's nothing special about that it's a way of identifying, but basically what it tells what's telling me is that it's for a 328 chip it's running 16 megahertz and um, the UART the serial term, uh, the baud rate is 38,400 which is plenty fast enough and uh, then you're going to do an AVR dude incantation that can vary depending on your program Uh, for mine uh and actually it's on the website too, if, uh, uh, on the website in the uh, flashforth.com website if you go to the add mega um, uh, top menu bar selection and you scroll down a little bit there's an AVRDUDE uh, command there that you can copy and then paste into your, uh, into your um, shell, your bash shell. And you might, depending on the programmer you're using, you might have to modify that. But what that will, that line of AVR dude, uh, command line command, uh, will tell tells the AVR dude the kind of chip, what kind of programmer, uh, any kind of special baud rate you might need. What you do for the with a uh, programmer built from HPR 2799, you need to use baud rate of 19,200. 19, 19, and then whatever port it's at, uh, it's usually uh, dev tty USB something one or zero or something. And then uh, there's uh, there's a couple of little flags: a dot erase flag, which erases the chip, but the dot U flag, which is for unsafe, because you're doing something unsafe. And then another capital U. I don't know why it's just the way. It is capital U. And then the file you want to flash, which in this case it's uh, the three twenty eight sixteen megahertz um, thirty eight four hex file, and then the last part is some fuses. You're going to be setting fuses in the uh, in the chip, and the fuses on an, on these boards on these microchips are um, low-level configuration that set up things like memory configuration and whether or not the there's going to be a bootloader or whether or not there's all kinds of things. So it's a little beyond the scope here, but the fuse. Uh, numbers given here are the ones you were going to use there. The extended fuse is, uh, is a hex FF. The high fuse is a hex DF and the low fuse is a hex uh, FF. Now when you do this your chip is no longer uh, compatible with the Arduino IDE. You can go back to that if you want to you can re- re-put the Arduino bootloader but basically what's happening is, is the bootloader section of this chip will now have the um fourth uh virtual machine kernel put in it and that allows for the those those words that you need to be able to uh extend your dictionary to write to the flash and and be able to persistently keep that over resets or over power cycles and uh so you're using the bootloader section to re- be able to reprogram the chip chip dynamically at the at the uh terminal at the uh serial terminal uh program that you're using to be able to make the, the chip useful to you so anyway well, uh, once you've done that uh, picked it, figured out what, what aVR dude uh, um, you know all the all your special settings whatever you hit enter and you'll start seeing some stuff uh, it'll read the chip and then it'll uh, uh, race the chip and then it re- writes the chip the 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 flash thing, and then it tells you it's done it and then it reads it again to verify it and then it sets the fuses and it's done just that fast and now you can unplug your programmer from the board and you can plug it in your plug plug in the board you just flashed plug it in put the um the the usb cable into the the board Replug it in to reset it uh, into your computer, and now you're going to want to get to your whatever serial terminal program you're going to use. In my case, I'm using uh, Emacs, and so I'll I'll do a I'll start up the serial terminal. I'm not going to tell you you can figure that out, and when it's all that's all specific to whatever um, program you're using, so that could vary. And uh, if you have success. You'll see um, when your terminal program opens. You'll see e flashforth5 at mega328p04.09.2021. Your now your chip now has flashforth on it. And if you hit enter, you should see an OK and uh, uh, greater than sign with a little hash symbol or octothorpe, a comma, RAM, and Another uh, a a greater than less than sign the angle brackets and that's that's all you're at the command prompt now and your chip is running just fine yeah and you're ready to um, do some some flash development so now there if things didn't work out for you let me uh, switch over to a different buffer here uh. I uh, heard it. Is. Um, uh, if things didn't go, uh, if, if you didn't get that, if you didn't get the prompt, the the prompt, the things to watch for are are, are the fuse settings could be off. Make sure those are correct. You can also flash. Sometimes I've had to in the past with different fourth, not this one particularly, but others uh, flash the f- those fuse settings individually. N- don't do all that programming all at once. Uh, another thing to check, of course, is your baud rate. Make sure you got a good baud rate. Make sure you put the right hex file on board. If you, for some reason, to, the those things are very specific. The fuse settings and the hex file. Make sure that's all good to go. <coughs> that they're all together. Uh, hopefully, it did work. If uh, it it should work. Just give it a try. If not, you might have to do a little troubleshooting. Uh, make sure you check your connections, uh, and Linux, check your permissions, uh, some, uh, for, for like Slack where I had to put my, myself in the dialog group and then everything works just fine. Um, but it de- that depends on distribution and how they do their permissions. Um, and that's about it. That's the only troubleshooting hints I can give you. And now main to the main part of this, this, uh, demonstration is let's get some, uh, Let's do a little bit of programming on this chip. So now at the go back to your terminal program and you're you see OK RAM. And one th- one piece of a document that's really helpful is to have is the data sheet for that whatever chip you're using. For this case it would be the data sheet for the the ATmega328P. And when you look at the data sheet of, that you can get from Atmel um, in that document, it's about a, I think it's about six. It's like a 350-page document. Towards the end, there, in section 30, there's a registry summary. And if you go to the, uh, the registry summary, the registries in these chips are the what everything works on. You 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 manipulate bits inside registers to make things happen. That's what's happening if you're using our the Arduino environment or MicroPython or Compiling a C program and uploading it it's just that's what's happening you are manipulating bits in registers to make pins on the chip uh, change their voltage value or to input things or to to make um, parts of the chip uh, like the analog to digital converters work those are those are all manipulated in these registers and so what programming lang- languages like to do is to obscure those things um and uh that's what that's what and that's not that's not a bad thing i'm just saying that's what they do they they make instead of having to deal with numbers you're dealing with with um just very simple uh very simple words that you know like that they're easily to see like the, i think in arduino it's what it's um to set up a pin you'd say digital pin up or something or, or output or something. I, I don't really remember, but it's something like that. So in, in, so in similar fashion in Flashforth, it's the same kind of thing, except you can manipulate it at a very low level if you want. And so today what we're going to do uh, is we're going to initially just make that, that ubiquitous digital 13 in Arduino speak uh, LED that's attached on all Arduino boards Make that thing turn off and on. That's the that's the gold standard of the hello world, um, in the microcontroller world. Now there is another easier one that uh, a hello world that's kind of a cheat, but let's just do it anyway. And so to do that, we're going to type in a few things here. First thing you're going you're to type is colon space. Um, we'll just call it hello space, um, and then we're going to do colon uh, quote space uh, hello comma world uh, close quote and a, and a uh, semicolon and you and what you what when you hit enter you should see you should say okay RAM and what that is is you've just created a word in forth and the word is hello uh, what you've done is you the first the first thing is the colon. Again, everything in fourth is a everything in fourth on the line is a word. It has meaning. There's no syntax sugar. Uh, the, so everything means something, and the things that it means are, in the, col- the colon tells the, the interpreter that I want to go into compiling mode. And then what it does next is the next thing that, that it's printed out is the word that you're compiling. That would be a hello. The next uh, uh, word that you that you print is the dot quote, and that's a built-in Flash a fourth word that says print this to the terminal, and then you you have to have a space there because now it's saying whatever's coming next until I get to another quote I'm just going to print that to the terminal, and in this case I did hello world close quote, and then a and then the semicolon says tells the interpreter I'm done. Uh, with, I'm done with what I want to compile, please compile it. and It co- then compiles the word into the dictionary, and it's, if it works, it says OK. If it doesn't work, it'll give you an error, but in my case, it says OK. Now, if I type hello, it'll say hello world. On the same line, it's kind of messy, but it's uh, hello world one way in the, uh, using FlashForth. Now, that word is persistent. If I power cycle the, the chip, if I reset it, it'll and I type in hello, it'll come back out. Uh, there is a word built into Flash called empty that will empty the dictionary of everything that you put into it. I won't, I won't do that here today, but there's ways to reset the chip without reflashing it, which is a very nice feature of um, Flash forth. Uh, let's see. Let's get this buffer up. All right. Uh, Okay. Now the next one we're going to do, next little demo, is uh, back still at the serial term. This time I'm going to type in. I'm not going to use the compiler. This is immediate mode. I'm going to put in a dollar sign, twenty five, and I'm going to do. Oh nope. Let me back that up. I'm going to do a percent sign, and I'm going to go seven six five four three two one zero uh did a a percent sign two zeros a one a zero and then four zeros percent sign tells the interpreter hey the next number that's coming your way is a binary representation of a number and then the same token the next thing i'm going to do is a dollar sign 25 and that tells the interpreter uh hey the next number that you're going to see as a hex number hexadecimal number and then the last is a command C now look at your board before, when you hit enter it's uh, C with an exclamation point which is C store you're going to store the binary number zero zero one zero 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 at the hex value of 25 Uh, that's a register number it's gonna put that value into that register and what should happen is that light on the board should come on and and it does now to turn it off you can just go dollar sign you can just do zero uh, dollar sign 25 C store and now you're storing the value zero which which should turn it off and it does and so now to, to We're going to build a little bit of uh, uh, build a couple words. The first word is is going to be LED on, and to do that, you're going to do colon space LED dash on. That's the name of the word you're creating because you just turn the compiler on when you put the colon on, and then you're going to recopy that line that you just did, which is percent sign zero zero one zero one two three four zeros and then dollar sign twenty five c uh exclamation port which is c store and then the semicolon which is close the compilers and uh, so led on is going to be defined by that you hit it says okay uh that means that's in there and then i'm going to do led off which is what another word so i put a i did a colon led off dash off and I'll just put a zero, and then dollar sign 25, C, store, semicolon, hit that. It says, okay, RAM. And now I'm going to do flash. So I did another, this is a new, so now you've, there's now three, uh, three words that you've created in the flash dictionary. The first one, hello, which is that hello world. The second one is LED on, which is, um... Turns that that LED on, and the second one is LED off, and we can test those. We can do LED LED dash on, and the light comes on, and I can do LED dash off, and the light turns off. And now I can make a word. So to make a word, I start the compiler, which is starts with a colon, uh, and I'll do um, flash LED. And it's going to be LED on. And then I'm going to uh, put an uh, a octothorpe or a hashtag one, which is um, a, well, I'm sorry, 1,000, which is a, um, t- the hashtag tells the, the, the that the next number is going to be a decimal number, and so hash the octoporth, hashtag one thousand, and then um, uh, MS a space MS which is a delay function that's built into Flash Fourth a convenience function, and I'm going to go LED dash off, and I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to pause for a second. And then I'm going to go. So that's uh, hashtag 1,000 milliseconds, 1,000 space ms. Sorry, and then a semicolon, and so that closes to stop the power. So I'll just read it off real here. It's a colon, a flash dash led, which is the na- the word that you're creating. Led on, which is which is uh, l- links to that word that you created earlier. The uh, hashtag 1000 uh, milliseconds or hashtag 1000 space MS, which will delay for or do just pause the whatever you're doing for a thousand seconds and then or a thousand milliseconds, which is one second. And then I'm going to call the word LED off, which turns the LED off again. That's uh, uh, it's calling back what you created LED off the word you created. And then again, uh, hashtag 1000 space ms and semicolon hit enter you hit ok ram and now if I do flash if I just type in flash LED at the prompt there I hit enter my my light is flashing very slowly oh you know what cuz it's not it's um, I put in the wrong number of thousands it is a thousand Oh no no no! I know why. Because it's just one time. It did it one time, just what it says. Flash LED. If you want it to go on over and over, you can do. You can just type flash LED a few times. On on flash LED a few times. I'll do it three times, and it should flash three times. And it did. You can do a beginning end a loop if you want to make it endless. There's all kinds of different things you can do, but. Um, for now that's probably enough and I'll have those words in the show notes so you can look at them as opposed to necessarily and try to figure out what I just rambled on about. Sorry about that. But um, that's it. That's how you get flash forth on a microcontroller. The power of it is you can play with registers, make the chip do things, interact with uh, peripherals, do all kinds of cool stuff without having to do that right compile upload cycle you're at a uh, a, you're at a a read um, you're at a a loop, a repel loop where you can just work interactively with the chip see things, how they work and build words uh, building block style make little things work, add on connect them together, make larger programs. So that's flash forth on the chip Um, and like that concludes this uh, series on uh, doing flash forth. if you're interested in it if you want any of course there's links for all the all kinds of um, um, information in those show notes that I've had in those, the last episodes there's um, good, a goodly amount of community action on the flash forth website there's, a, there's some um, YouTube channels that are available it's a, it's a very cool way to, to work with microcontrollers and it's a it's a, it's fun and it's very robust and useful and powerful uh, if you have any questions of myself you can of course email me if you uh, or you can make a show maybe tell us about a fourth project that you put together through this anyway it's probably enough for now um, this is brian in ohio signing off i want to remind everybody that there's two kinds of people in the world those with guns And those that dig, bye-bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR is kindly provided by anhonesthost.com. The Internet Archive and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.